0: Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology Four One One, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seat belt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure. Electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure. Introducing Kim Schultz and Kimology 411.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 94, season two. We're still in season two. Let's see here, how many do we have to have for season three? That'd be 104,
0: 52, 52. Man, you are
1: mathy. Boom! I know my math.
0: That's as opposed to methy. you got all your teeth and you know how to do numbers. I
1: I know how to do numbers. You guys, this evening, we're going to talk about how do you deal with change. I am Kim Schultz and I'm your adventure coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host, Tyson Harley. Hello.
0: Uh, That reminds me when you said change. For some reason, isn't there a Scorpion song? That has something about change in it. I can't sing it because I suck at lyrics, so I can't... Come on, the Scorpion song about...
1: Scorpion song about change? Hold on. Oh, yeah. Let's see here.
0: Um... I was thinking it has change in it.
1: Scorpia... Scorpions?
0: Yeah, one of the biggest songs. Um... Anyway, we're not talking about the Scorpions, but it is a totally cool song. So if you can play less than 10 seconds, we're probably good with let's it.
1: See if, let's see if what we got it. What is that song. Oh, I think this is, might be it right here. Yeah, let's I, I, see if uh, but this I was is thinking
0: it. it said something about changing it.
1: That's probably yeah, going to have yeah. a commercial.
0: What is that? to talk commercial. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can't, can't talk, talk about, about that. We, we can't talk about those. We, yeah, we can't have that. Talk the about sponsoring is it Yeah.
1: You sounded just like that.
0: I, no, that wasn't. I didn't whistle. I can whistle well.
1: That's probably not. That is. Oh, it's called the "Wind of Change." Down
0: to Gorky Park. What is it? Is it? Uh,
1: let's see here. I got. Let me. Let me keep lyrics. going. Yeah. That's the fun thing about this. I'm gonna change lyrics. Let's see what we got here. Um, Follow the Moskva down to Gorky Park, Uh listening to the wind of change. An August summer night, soldiers passing by, listening to the wind of change. Well, I mean, we don't have any soldiers walking by our change, but
0: thank goodness. it could be
1: an August summer night <laughs>
0: August summer oh yeah almost almost oh we <laughs> have a <laughs> nice doesn't guy. that go
1: into like a like a, a George uh, no a, a Garth Brooks song <laughs> like that oh uh, yeah summer like, yeah, the, I went to work for her last, last summer <laughs> sorry teenage kids so <laughs> far from home boom <laughs> squirrel
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, let's go to because oh we're we're oh, doing yeah. two two yeah, two, two because we it is two. it is a season of changing of locations for Boom. Kim. Boom. Which means sometimes we need to knock out two different podcasts in a night. So let's get right to Tyson's quick hits. The first one. Call me Mister Bullseye, yo.
1: Oh no. I went
0: to Axe and Ale here in town. It was the plan. My sister. And and uh, her boyfriend, who you know, uh, he's only here once every six weeks or so. So, sometimes we plan things just so that we have a reason to visit. And we went to one of the axe-throwing places. And uh, last night, uh, we did it. And uh, I got a, got the hang of things pretty quick. It's really not that bad. The wall's probably only about 12 foot away. It's probably only about as far as no one else yeah. can see this. But for you... Maybe right. to that TV. TV. Yeah, you know, yeah. Something like it's that. It's not that far. And because it's heavy, it's just mostly... Well, first, the, they do have two sizes, and one is for two two hands. You could do it one-handed, but it's a lot bigger. And th- that one is a little easier to me because you, you can center it up over your body. Therefore, you can use your sight line. We need to...
1: video. I mean, he—that was just a perfect, just a perfect <laughs> explanation for the non-viewers here. to see. So you can
0: use the sight line right over your head to hit it, and a shunk shunk, and I never even had it fall off.
1: Really? Um, yeah,
0: David took a little while for it not to fall off. But then he started to get the hang of it. My sister actually did a lot better than I thought she would. But, of course, I I was the king of the roost. Because of course you As are. long as there's no defenders in front of me, I'm fairly coordinated. <laughs> and although that would have been fun. Oh, you want to defend me from an axe oh, yeah, drawn? Have fun exactly. with that. Exactly. Have fun with that, governor. Oh, oh.
1: Oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 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 Wheel it back a little so bit. Said, Wheel it back.
0: I, I said to David, I said, you know what? I'm kind of hoping either a guy with an apple on his head walks, walks by <laughs> yeah. and I'll have to practice my precision. Yeah. Or a short governor walks by and I don't have to practice my precision.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not murderous. I'm kidding. i would never heard a soul. What are you shaking your head for and winking? I mean, yeah, what are you for. winking for? What's that wink for? I'm kidding. Kidding. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, at some point
0: I got four out of five. I even have proof. Very nice. Four out of five bullseyes. Oh, wow. Uh, And then at some point uh, we were, you know, taking turns in between. We were keeping score up on the dry erase board. And then I'm just like, well, let me try the one-armed ones. And and you can kind of throw it pretty hard, but it's a lot harder for accuracy because you can't really put it over your head. Right. for eyesight because then you'll be kind of throwing it weird right so you, so you do just have, have to throw it straight along your shoulder line oh that's
1: that's kind of hard i mean
0: that you got to throw it straight along your yeah. shoulder line and then it's just a little weird because you don't, you wouldn't follow through like like a quarterback would and rotate his arm right. so i did that nowhere near as well i couldn't really do the uh uh do that one so but it was fun uh it's just one of those things the cost is such that you just have to be in the spirit of, listen, I'm going to go do something fun that a lot of times these are little proprietor places. So I'm going to go do something fun that's different, that supports a local business that's right. trying to do something different. Yes. You put it there and it's all good. I mean, I even had a, I don't know, hard lemonade or something like that. I have actually drank mm, twice what? this week.
1: You are lush.
0: <laughs> I know. So yeah, call me Mr. Bullseye. All right, quick hit number two. Okay, this makes me mad.
1: Uh-oh. Why?
0: Sometime last year I I'm, I'm, over, I'm overhearing a conversation at work and someone's on the phone. I mean they're not being egregious with it. This person isn't usually on the phone, so I'm not complaining. I just happen to overhear and they're talking about some relative uh, she's gonna go off to boot camp and oh, I'm moving my water. sorry. <laughs> um, I am thirsty. And she says, okay, when what, what is this? What, what's today? Like the 16th, the 15th of July? Fifteenth of twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. When did yes. all this junk started? Mid March
1: well, of last yeah, year. Yeah, nineteen. End of nineteen. We got it in March. Yes.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was officially officially a big everything thing shut in March. Down It was really and March. probably came in in nineteen yeah. by, by many other measures. And yet, this idiotic admin. Now it was it was there during the previous administration. So I don't know how much power they have over it, but I can about imagine there's pressure on them. Now, you're going to be tough enough to survive boot camp, and you're in the age range where they're basically, unless you have massive health problems, there is no fatalities from COVID-19. Yet, they still now have you isolate for two weeks before, quarantine for two weeks before instead of just starting boot camp. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, it is July... Yeah. It's been around the world a yai, yai, Right, right. And we've had freaking vaccines everywhere with trillions of dollars to push them. And we're still got to push on the federal level. And I'm saying that's the irony. It's like the least the the message right now where it's the least about freedom is unfortunately that those areas that are the federal government has the most control over. It's ridiculous. People I know who are going to work for the federal government, they're closed at least for the rest of the quarter. Uh, 18-year-old. Now, you know that the great thing about the armed services, I was in them, is that you... People can get an opportunity and kind of a new lease. And it's a structured, good environment. And it's colorblind, or at least it was till they started bringing in critical race theory, which is ridiculous. But that's another whole argument. It's colorblind. It's about merit. You know, it's okay. I don't care where you were. what you do, What you do starting today is what matters. Yeah, we know many didn't come from nothing. But if you show initiative and drive starting on boot camp day one or whenever you do, that's all we care about. And now it's turned into this political political hogwash because of the last year. And you know that some kids who are in families are like, no, 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 we don't, no, we we know better. Those kids that would otherwise go in the military are like, well, I'm not. I guess I'm not going to right. quarantine for, and they have to mask and social distance for two for two weeks first. So the the brainwashing starts here. Right. And and the ones that in now you could always say. A lot of times the military people, post-military, they're some of the ones that are the most independent thinkers. They feel like they're the most uh, self. I'm talking the ones who, especially, say, who are in there for a little while, and they they know their gun skills. They're pretty independent, you know, freedom-loving Americans. And now it's going to be like, those people might not go in, and those who do go in will get this crap ton of programming that starts with, yes, it doesn't matter. 16 months later, the point is you do stupid crap. Now, otherwise, we could always say, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm a libertarian. So, yes, (laughs) the the military, it can often be said, it's, you know, you you can ironically say, man, those, I mean, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, bust on the troops, but you do sometimes wonder whether the causes by which young Americans die were really worth it. That's, that is a, a worthy exercise in, in discussion. But at least with that, when you talk about brainwashed and they die, it's only when we're in war. Now it's like just general brainwashing just to even get in. And, and so usually you would go in and boot camp, it's like all of a sudden everything's that. You don't know anything's brand new. Now you're chilling with people for two weeks. You know, unless they all have their own separate hotel rooms,
1: well, my and you get to know
0: you get to know the people are going to be at boot camp for two weeks at a separate location.
1: My friend's son. Was, it
0: started last year, but, but it's yeah. like it's still going but, on in July. But he, he
1: he quarantined at home, and his family had to quarantine. They couldn't leave because we were going to meet to get, we were going to meet out for like Labor Day or Memorial Day or I think it was Labor Day to eat, grab hamburgers, and they were all coming. In fact, it was the dad's idea, and then he got it. He got in. And he goes, "You guys, um, yeah, my son." is going into boot camp and we're not really allowed to be with anything because he has to quarantine and then he has to have a COVID test before he goes in and that was last year. Um, And so the whole family just had to stay at home until he, I mean, until he went to boot camp because this was like a month out, but he didn't want him to get sick and for that whole time that they had to like be scared and worried. And if he didn't get it, they were like, yeah, he doesn't get in this round. He's got to wait a whole nother cycle.
0: So, there, there, different things happened, but as far as I know, I went on a pretty recent, it was like a marineparents.gov or something like that. And as far as I know, there might be different approaches, but at least one approach is to, okay, you're going to, I don't know, Fort Benning, Georgia. I don't know where the Army boot camp is, for instance. I just don't remember off the top of my head. So, instead, you might stay at a hotel in Atlanta, you know, and then oh, go to Fort. Who
1: pays for that hotel?
0: I, I Well, that's the thing, huh. right? So, instead of... Marine is probably the longest. It's, I don't know, eight or 12 weeks if I had to guess. Navy's only six weeks. You are increasing the Navy by, you're increasing that cost and by they have 33%. To pay them. 33% for for nothing. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yes. I don't know if they pay for. Maybe they only pay for their food and stay, but that's something, right? Well,
1: I, well how is
0: Anyway, I just couldn't. That, that, yeah. that basically infuriated me that that's still, it's like, oh, this is supposed to be our, our, our fighting forces, but. Yeah. They're in a, so the, in, a, in the so, age range where nobody dies, something. but they still. Oh my gosh, you can't go in. And, oh, what if someone gets sick? At, yeah, because it, because no one ever got sick in boot camp before. No. Yeah, that never, well, never happened. And if they got sick, then everything must shut down. I mean, it's that's alleged supposedly the excuse. It's just this this emphasis that's non realistic versus everywhere else on the planet. Even now, we're this city. I know your city. Cities may vary. Your results may vary. But you don't see a bunch of masks anymore. No. Life is returned to something resembling normality. You go to an NBA game, 15,000 people packed in an arena. They don't have to wear a mask. It's, I think maybe the lower tier ones do. They're wearing masks more frequently, so it makes me wonder if the ones closer to the court do just for, for COVID perception. But right. up up there, they're not wearing them. But in the in the military, in the age range that's most, health, most healthy with no mortality they, outside of anybody who has major health issues, which wouldn't be going into the military anyway, we've got to act like a little virus 17 months later. It's got to stop everything. It really, really or, infuriates.
1: Or what you. happens if we go to war and there are like, like we gotta go and you're like we're gonna quarantine for two weeks before we head over to xyz country and then we need to make sure we get the covid test now can you guys make sure all of your army has a covid test as well and that you guys don't have covid before we get onto a field and kill one another with guns and bombs
0: yeah it, it, it's, it's a little <laughs> ironic our, our quote That's fighting crazy. forces are like i don't know if we can even get together yet how you feeling I mean, it's, come on. We're we're going to theaters. We're going to right, basketball yeah, games. Yeah. Give me a break already. Yep. Last quick hit uh That's So Topeka. Oh,
1: what's so what? In this
0: episode of
1: That's So, so Topeka.
0: Topeka. <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm looking up the scooter program. Uh-huh. We did have a bicycle program, and I was really kind of annoyed because they have bicycle racks and everything else. Very good. Good bikes. Uh, very durable. And... It's We're an aspirational city. We try and then sometimes it goes pretty well. And then we'll be like, oh, come for that. Nope. And there, there go the bikes. So you're like, we had all these bikes. People were using them. At, why, why did you People do it if you were going to keep funding? them.
1: them so we, we got rid of them. them.
0: And, and now we have scooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I have a house guest, my nephew. I said hey, we should try the scooter sometime. It's probably something I would never do on my own, but we should try it sometime. I I see him around, so uh, I'm, I'm thinking of telling him and and send him something about. Hey, we just need to go check out what the deal is. You probably use your smartphone, right? So, uh, as I'm looking for that, I thought, well, you know what? I will go ahead and uh, hold on a second. I will go ahead and, and look it up real quick. You know, maybe I'll just be able to tell him. So I look it up, and then and among the top, I just put in <laughs> scooter program Topeka, and I see one headline in one city: residents find a new use for scooters—penis graffiti.
1: <laughs> yes, saw it. I saw. You it. saw. It. <laughs> <I> saw <it.
0: laughs> okay.
1: Some pretty good artists.
0: Yeah, three months after Bird Scooters launched a pilot program in Topeka, Kansas, some riders have found a creative use for the public share transportation, using the tires to leave skid marks in the shape of penises. It is, the company said, a unique problem. Oh. We just haven't seen that in other markets. Well, with, of with course. The vandalism. Not. Adam David, <laughs> mm. government partnership manager for Bird, told the to be. I'm just, just a ha- man. We just haven't seen that in other markets. I personally don't know why somebody would find entertainment in destructing property like that. Oh my gosh. I was dying. But wait for it. When I say you're missing out when you're not on Telegram, so I was sharing this. <laughs> These were my immediate thoughts because I just like kind of riffing, as you know, just here. So I'm just going to go ahead and play this. We just haven't seen that in other markets. What was the vandalism of oh, the, the phallus vandalism? Goodness gracious. What is the white trash percentage in this town? Maybe we only want to market after we know the demographics. What percentage of white trash and we know the white trash can include all colours. It's just a category. <laughs> we don't mean to we don't mean to be separating people by skin color. White trash is what it is. It's regardless of it's regardless of skin color. That's the content of your character, Mark. MLK would be proud of the term white trash. We just had no idea that the white trash percentage was so high in Topeka. We've never <laughs> seen a problem like that in other markets. What with the phallic vandalism? I just. <laughs> <then> I, <laughs> I, wait, no, we, um, listen, we have piloted programs in dozens of cities. We have never, ever seen. Ever. Penis graffiti. From but you tiger
1: know what? If that would have happened in twenty twenty, it wouldn't have made the news because everything had to be COVID. it would have been it would have been totally missed. So at least they waited for so, a good, yeah. slow news day so you're freaking embarrassing you, you can go
0: find this article and it's like <laughs> our council members are like edgy with them they're like well why don't we just put the non-skid tires on to begin with <laughs> uh, yeah yeah. you've got non-skid markers <laughs> non-skid tires and you can't put them on ours yeah, couldn't let's... you have foreseen you were doing a yeah. pilot program in Topeka <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Phallic vandalism with tire skin marks. <laughs> that's so Topeka. And yeah. that's the end of Tyson's Quick Heads. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> so does anybody want to come to Topeka for a live <laughs> Chemology podcast? No, you know what no, we can do? no, you don't.
0: Hey, you know, you know when people used to do, uh, what did they do, where it was they go to parks and they'd use their They'd use their phones geocaching? to find. No, well, not a geo, not just geocaching. The uh, Pokemon, oh, Pokemon, Pokemon go. Yeah, you come on, come on over to Topeka. Go Topeka and find and see if you can find the white all trash the- all the white trash phallic penis skid marks
1: <laughs> the phallic skid marks for- <laughs> oh my gosh yeah uh, we've got we've got we've got <laughs> our we've got our book of all of our beautiful murals <laughs> and then at the very back we've got our phallic skid mark section i mean it's ours. i
0: mean they literally have. they had a, discussions like well, maybe we can put a geo fence around the area where the worst instigators are. So apparently, then the the, the scooters wouldn't One work more. in that so area. So then they can go to a nicer
1: neighborhood and put the penis pictures. Holy right, crap! Well, they ask for it. I wonder if they're signing their names too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it reminds oh me of like like a counts. scooter version when when uh, when when kids first find out the boys can find out they can you know. They can pee outside and, you know, maybe, you know, try to write, you know, (laughs) write something. Oh, my
1: God. God. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Moving Uh, on from the penis. Uh, That's so Topeka. So last. You're moving
0: on from. Oh, this is a big announcement. Ladies, Did you hear that? What? Kim's moving on from the penis uh,
1: I know you're moving on from the penis I Meaning we're moving on from the <laughs> penis It's your it's your topic You brought the penis up I didn't I like, don't bring you know any penis Listen, you you are able to the, bring the penises The viewers up. right now All right. You literally just brought up penises
0: <laughs> I brought up penises Yeah,
1: you brought up penises <laughs> gonna... I do
0: look better than I used to <laughs>
1: All right, so last episode we went over $15 an, um, an hour if it was minimum wage. A very, very simple, simple little calculation. It wasn't anything in depth, it was just basically oh, saying oh, yeah. that um, an average meal at $9 an hour with the same amount of customers, the same amount of hours, was $9.68. But if we raised everybody to 15, left everybody at the same hours, our average meal would have to be 16, 14, which would actually be higher because we'd have less people eating out because they really couldn't afford it. And I put on my Facebook about this because I normally don't, I don't put a lot of my podcasts on my normal Facebook group because that's where all the mean people are. And, but I put this one on there and I did get a comment about, um, it's very easy. Just pay the $15, Walmart, Walmart, Amazon. And I had to reply back to this person and it's, you can go, if you're friends with me, you can go find it on Facebook. That's why I talk about it. It's not, you You, you have to be friends with me because this is not a public post because, um, I don't need to be attacked yeah. by crazy people, but.
0: Or at least not the large numbers of crazy people. Just, well, yeah, I don't want them to, because they
1: didn't listen. So, anyway, all I said was, um, I wish it was that simple. Once you listen to the podcast, um, you may then tell me, because I know you haven't listened to it after you, you know, I know you didn't listen to it then tell me if you're willing to pay people $15 an hour because it's not the business paying $15 an hour. It is literally the customers. Customers really just need to step up and realize that this is them that's going to pay the price for the other people. And she came up with something about uh, middle middle wage people yeah, two have garages. two car garages filled with so much crap, basically saying that all these people buy all the stuff that they don't need. They just need to stop buying things for themselves and it's okay for them to pay a higher price. But reality is, is that that higher price will affect the low income people that don't have a two- two car garage that don't have all of those things that she talked about and they're already struggling and they don't get to do that and buy stuff either. So anyway, um, I just, I just was going to bring that back up because I wanted people to realize that we weren't talking about not paying people $15 an hour. I'm just getting rough. ready for you guys to realize that there is an increase. And every time you hear someone say it's going to be pennies it's not it's going to go from $9 to $16. And I mean and or, that's a lot of money.
0: And the variables are the small uh, the small businesses will get hit the worst. The other variable is or they can save money by employing less people, which is kind of counterproductive. And then the other variable is that if that price increases significantly, then you reach what I call the bulking price for some people. So I may go someplace three times a week if it's only 10. If it's 17, I might go, that's just not on my list of places to go.
1: Right, right. I'll go there,
0: you know, once in a great while. Yeah. It's just a, when it's, you know, 70% higher than kind of what, there is what's called a bulking price, or what, that's what I call it. We just go, oh, well, right. well, 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 then, it, oh, well, in that case, maybe not. And so... When you talk about apples to apples, it's it's really not because to your point, the two hundred won't be won't the two hundred. Won't be two hundred, so it's even it might go be one one sixty or one fifty, which means to get to that same profit margin, you need an even higher price in your sixteen something.
1: Well, so, and ultimately, what's going to happen is that to, to make the bring the cost down, they're just going to eliminate employees. Yeah, at that's hours. what I'm saying. They're going to just be Either like, you know what? Instead which is of counterproductive,
0: open, it's like, oh, you thought you're going to give those three or four people, $15 an hour. Well, guess what? You're getting two and a half people. Right. Now you're getting two and a half people through, which means one person no longer has the job and the other person's half time. And... So good luck with that. And with our next... I mean, you can do that, but understand, that's that's the, uh, some common sense things that some of these businesses that are more just at the margins are going to have to do, or they're going to have to go bye-bye. And you're right. going and you're, and you're a- to academically go, well, dang it, it should. You know, a lot of times we... Uh, philosophically, we, su- we support our small businesses, but then right. we don't necessarily really right. support them. It's
1: like when you say... Like,
0: oh, it's really nice for you to say that, but then you don't support them much now, and now you may support them even less.
1: It's when you say, buy American, and what you don't realize is that America, we have more taxes and more expenses for business to have to pay on the profit, which, let me say, everything comes down to you guys listening in the United States, the government is paid by you. Employees of a business are ultimately paid by you. It's the customers. It's the people that live in the community. It's all about you. And so once, once you realize that like we're going to lose jobs and then we're going to lose businesses because people aren't going to be able to afford to be open to charge the price because then people are going to be like, (laughs) That is just too expensive because they already say it's too expensive, yeah, which is that's why, why I say, they go to
0: big chains. Big I box say stores. put
1: your profit and loss up here and let everybody see exactly your five thousand dollar a month rent because people are paying their seven hundred dollar a month house payment and they walk into a store. They don't realize that the rent is five to ten thousand dollars a month. They don't realize the electricity bill is a thousand dollars a month. They don't realize <laughs> that all these bills, the insurance, the work comp, the 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 everything is in there. So anyway, we, when we
0: predicted last year, we were not great minds. We just thought through some pretty simple right. causes and effects. And the same thing, you can hope for this, but I can tell you it is not hard to understand. If that type of an increase goes through quickly, the one of the main effects will be you will have less total businesses. Right. And the ones that disappear disproportionately will be the smaller businesses and, right. the, and the mom and pops. Yep. That is one direct result if you increase it basically double yeah. in almost no period of time to adjust, right. just for what it's worth. So, that yeah. will happen. So it will. Say, say you love employee employers all you want, yeah. um, but understand you, there's a major counter effect with, uh, you know, you talk about your big corporate, well guess who's more likely to survive that type of a transition? Oh uh, well, yeah, one and two guesses. The, yeah. the the big, the big corporate, the
1: multi-billion-dollar companies are going to make multi-billion dollars no matter what because you're going to pay the extra twenty percent. Especially when
0: other stores go out, and the, so <laughs> yeah, they can, they can write you know they can write it for a while. Yeah. and other people who are close because they've already had a year of really really difficult financial situation and are barely hanging on by their toenails. Other other people have made big, many billions more as the market. Redistributed, So they have right. a lot more margin to work with to go, yeah, put in a damaging, put in some damaging, uh, uh, put in some damaging policy and law that someone else has to survive more. We've got a little bit of fat built on us so we right. can work off. Yep. They've got none. They're skeletal. They got They're going to go no. gone.
1: So, yeah. So anyway, we had a little bit of uh, talk about that. And we're going to continue to keep talking about it because um, I'm looking up all the states that are starting to vote in the $15 an hour. We're going to watch all of that stuff, how it is, because there are some states that are now voting it in, um, and they're they're just doing a dollar per hour. Per, I mean, a dollar an hour per year. And so it'll be interesting to kind of watch the prices and everything go up there because you'll be able to kind of see it. You won't have a drastic change. It's just well, people are going to get used to it, used to it, used to it. Uh, so, and, anyway. Um, with
0: that, though, unfortunately, you, it's not a closed system. So the prices going up are going to be spread across to us, too. It's, yeah. I mean, we may and, not see it quite as much locally, but it will increase our prices. Oh, yeah. Just going to generally be, yep. you know, uh, co- labor cost for goods that are sold all over the place. Exactly. They're going
1: up. All right. So we talked about the SVO, which is the Shuttered Venue Operator Grant, and I don't know if I've said this or not, but uh, the client that I had been working with finally got the money. Like we got it approved. And I, I can't remember what day it was last week, if it was before we recorded it or not. So I, I don't know if I talked about it or not. But anyway, so then they send out all this information about this grant. And I am telling you, whoever put this together is a complete moron. Like, honestly. The maroon it is horrible first of all you shut down these theaters literally you shut them down and then you say hey we're going to help you out but we're going to do everything in our power to screw you over to where you're not going to follow our dumb directions so that we can come back and say evidently well you have to pay it back i mean because i mean it's like it's ridiculous. So I'm. I haven't watched the entire hour, and I will go over it with you guys. a giant introductory video. Because I video want you. Yeah. Informational it's a, it's, video. It's a requirement of the video that you have. There's a whole list of requirements that you have to do, and one of them is look at through the like listen to this video. And I we're got to twenty minutes that. You to me off
0: the air. It was hilarious how you explained. Yeah. It, and by and the way. I
1: will we'll go into that when I watch the whole video. Cause I'm gonna let them know how this video is. Because I don't know if they realize that people out there are gonna talk about it, but I think some of this stuff has to be changed. But the one thing in there that I was told, and I haven't listened to it yet, so we're gonna see if this is possible. But it was told that it has to be put into an interest-bearing checking account all the money and you're talking up to 10 million dollars you can go to um, sba.gov go under the um, svo grant and then there's a link in there to pull up all of it in a spreadsheet it tells you how much everybody got the name of the company and their address Mm. and some of them got up to 10 million dollars they're not even close to the restaurant fund like giving away money not even close to it so i found what do you mean they're not even close to it it's like a couple billion dollars So far in the theaters restaurant fund was twenty six billion dollars. Okay. They're not even in the tens. They're still like in the nine billion dollars or whatever, but they still have a lot more people to give money to. So two things are interesting. This interest thing. They said, put it in an interest bearing checking account, but you don't get to keep the interest. You have to give it back to us.
0: So you need to like not intermingle or whatever. Yeah, like you have to put
1: it into their own account. And then it says you have to spend it as fast as you can. Spend it now. Spend it fast. Do not save this money. Okay, well, let me explain to you how this money works.
0: but if It's you're a money, business, it needs to be and careful. all they
1: need to do, right? Like, so once you again, just we're just spin. like, spend the money, just blow the money. Well, reality is, is that it's like they think if you save that money, you're not really spending it, but little, but but actually, you are because you're going to expense it. That's how nonprofits work. So none of this makes any sense. Like, you can't save it. So it's like, okay, so we can spend this money, and then we can save our money. It's the and same you're coming, money. As you're
0: Back, it's 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 quite. It's we have uh, quite, to come quite up quite a reasonable possibility that you you're kind of waiting and carefully to understand right how to make to sure everything
1: back. is like just not gonna go blow money And this whole thing, which is really pissing me off. Is like with the PPP first round, I was like, hey, we're not open yet. So went, nope, spend it, give it away, make the get the payroll out, or you're gonna have to pay all that money back. Okay, like. Well, they didn't do it right because we're an LLC. We're not on payroll. No, no, get, you got to set up payroll. You got to get them paid. So I wrote everybody a check when we moved. I I can't pay people for not working. Even if it's my brothers, I'm not going to pay them for not working. So when we moved out of the break room and we had to basically tear that place down we spent a week in there cleaning that out and they got paid for that i cannot to the to me i cannot just write people a check literally our bank said we should have just been paying our employees a paycheck for two or three weeks Without them coming into work, even though we were still closed, what, and I was like, "Why can't we just ahead. keep the money until we get open and then spend the?" Nope, you have to spend it now to you know, be forgiven by this. This is what is I'm that saying. No.
0: Because what good is a grant you doing, if you, you got to pay for non-productivity?
1: Right, 24 weeks to get it out. It didn't matter if you were open or closed. Just 24 weeks. Get it going. Get it going. Get it going. So we were like, "I, I, I can't do it." So then. They finally had to do some work because, like I said, we shut down one. We lost one restaurant. So it was an entire week of the three of them working their butts off. And I paid them an hourly wage for those hours, which came up because we only got like $10,000. Like, we didn't get a lot of PPP money because we are only open three hours a day. So we didn't get a lot of money. Thank God, because I would have had to have given it back because... Don't tell me to waste this money. And the same thing with this. So the interest rate is funny. And then when I went on the list... Because you were
0: saying, okay, yeah, thank you for your... Oh, we'll make sure we keep track of your tiny amount of interest. Right.
1: Like, how much interest is anyone going to make off of $200,000 in six months? What, like $47.32? Like, I could see $10 million. You might make a little bit of money on that. But... They're they're basically saying you have this, and I'm not going into the other stupidity that they had in there. But can I can I do a quick aside?
0: Do you have any number that's just an arbitrary number that you use when you just exaggerate things?
1: I I always just add like five zeros.
0: So my uh, my mother, it's funny you use that because she was. There are 47 pairs of shoes in this, and like (laughs) one time I cracked her up, and she was a lot of times she's she wasn't mom. If you're listening, she's not lot, li- I think we'll both we'll both agree. You're you you've uh, evened out uh, uh, with your temper over the years, and was things were not were not always quite as even back in the day. But I did get her to crack up, and one day I pointed out, you know that it's always forty-seven. We say- yeah.
1: <laughs> there are forty-seven pairs of shoes. <laughs> That just means there's a lot of stupid shoes. We have we have it with my brother Frank. We have to do the Frank math. He'll be like this. No, you don't understand. It's going to cost like thirty-seven thousand dollars, and you're like thirty-seven thousand divided by seven times four minus seven. So it's eight hundred forty-two dollars because he's got his own math, and he all we we like to exaggerate to add to add. Uh, sure funniness not. to our stories because it just means a lot. Like you know, if I said it's like twenty million dollars, that's why I said one hundred and forty-two dollars and thirty-seven cents. I always like to be exact with my incorrect numbers. <laughs> so anyway, we have that, and and I looked at the list, and not one theater in Topeka had been approved for the grant yet. We had zero when I looked at it last week. None. Mm. There were people in Kansas, but none in Topeka. So I thought that was interesting. All right, so go check out uh, my episode that is before this. I did a superstar segment. Um, I actually had two of them scheduled this week.
0: S U P A H.
1: Super. Yeah. Superstar. Um, Anyway, I had two of them this week, and one of them was Jay Jordan with Pegasus Op, and he was the one in the UK where his company actually goes out and tries to find missing people. But he was at That's a book cool. signing, and because of the time difference, by the time he got out of the book signing, he got home and it was late. And then he totally he was like, "I am so sorry." So we're gonna reschedule his. Um, but um, a, a while back, it was it was a you know a few months ago. I ordered. Remember? Yeah. Oh, oh I remember oh, the giant balls. The, 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 the balls, but because we did the Canadian um, show. Yeah. Because she's, um, my friend, I, I met Nicole, which We you did have a to show go, on
0: Canadia. I'm kidding. Canadia. I love the Canadians. Canadia. Vancouver, um, Toronto, beautiful, beautiful country.
1: Saskatchewan, Manitoba. I That's learned right. a lot about it. But anyway, she's Guys, in... she's
0: reading off cue cards.
1: I am not. I'm just remembering. <laughs> Don't ask me tomorrow, but I remember from yesterday. Um, but, so, right when Nicole put her business on tiktok is when i actually found her like she was brand new so i think i kind of freaked her out when i was like hey i want to try your cbd bath oil bombs and she was like what so anyway i bought a huge box and well, they're big too and they yeah they were really nice and uh i told her i said hey i'd love to have you on my podcast but i gotta get through tax season first and she was like yeah that's cool so we set up yesterday to do one and go check it out it was awesome um so she, it is
0: already well it's up yeah I yeah already, it would be by the time this no gets it's up on now anyway.
1: like literally yeah. it's up I put it you up No, literally if when you literally. listen to this
0: on Monday
1: it's been up It's it,
0: and if you could then turn back time to under to, to realize this is telling you that it was actually due on the Wednesday before you could go back to the Wednesday before we released this and it would be there so it's important that we make that distinction, that it was actually here at the time we're recording. <laughs> I, I posted it the, to the we... <laughs> day
1: of, and she's already pushed it out on TikTok. She pushed it out in her, her stuff, and there's been tons of so people you say, you, you that have listened So you told me it was a
0: pretty good, you had some it good, you, good
1: you, got, you had some good rapport. I got, got some good rapport. You got some good yeah. rapper.
0: That's how they say it in Canada.
1: So at no, that's point, how they
0: say it in Arkansas. I'm sorry, Canada. So as... Sorry. He's
1: having to apologize. You guys might not want him there. I'm but care. she did invite me down there um, down to, there. to visit. We're... Up there, over okay. there. Why over do people there. even care when I, I say know. that? I always say down there. I'm know. not literally talking about a direction. Because know. if I was looking left and then, in, or I was looking <laughs> right, it's all different. I don't
0: know. I think most of us kind of make that... It, it, Act like that south, but it's but south is not really down. No, only on the representation of, of the globe of, is exactly.
1: it down. So down. anyway, so we can go there. And she has, she's on the beach. Anyway, you have to go listen to that Oh my gosh, one. I bet you
0: it's gorgeous.
1: Yes, yes, I'm sure it is. And they do bonfires and stuff. Wow. So I'll tell you how that is when I get back, when it's legal, because right now they're still in masks. They're still locked down there. So listen to that podcast. She is amazing. And her and I will do some more um in the near future uh but anyway i was excited about that name again her name is nicole bell and she's with sky nine bath bombs and um she's in canada but she does ship to the united states and you can go to her website they're amazing Mm -hmm. And even if you reached out to her, let her know that you've heard it on Chemology 411, and um, then she'll, you know, she'll she'll hook you up with some good stuff. I'm actually ordering some more. She showed me some. She's got the the CBD bath bomb powder. She says you just add some water to it, and you can rub it on your skin, and it'll help your like your sore knees or your sore joints. And so I'm getting some of those. And then she's got the little bath, the littler bath bombs that I could use in between my major big bath bombs whole one hour. Well, it things. can work for
0: guys because guys are it's funny I, heal, I hear Bill Burr and if he's any indication, he supposedly some men are uncomfortable taking baths. Like it's a little Ugh. girly to take baths. So it. so if you have if you have that <laughs> Odd feeling, guys, about taking baths. Well, maybe you can just compromise. Take a quick, a short bath. Yeah. Just a little short. It's not one. even when that. Just goes small. Soak, like,
1: like soak your body. It's not even a bath to Just take a shower when you're done, but lay there and <laughs> because it because it helps your joints. I mean, if you don't want to get better and you want to be a big old man and be all sore, then don't use it. But I enjoy just soaking, and you can feel to have the two difference. Sizes. It's. <laughs>
0: No, it is. It's because, you know. No, so yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the
0: price difference, totally. Yes.
1: Well, and you can use two versus the big one, but it's just as much. And then she says, depending on your pain, is how many of those little the little ones you use because the more gives you more of the concentration of the CBD. So, anyway, so we taste? did that. Um, you can eat them. They're all natural if you huh. want to, but I mean, they've got the, the, the point, oils though. in it. Not so, probably don't want to eat them, but they're all natural. I mean,. I wouldn't need them but you could she even makes them for dogs Um, there's something that she has some kind of something acid or whatever that helps with the dogs so she has bath oil bombs for the dogs now too Cool. All right. So I have been doing my Yen yoga because I need to stretch my body out. My shoulder is still messed up. So I've been doing Yen. Was at 15, 20 minutes? I went to 30 minutes, 45 minutes now to an hour. Whoa. Um, but it's only like seven different things because you're holding the poses for three to five minutes. Whoa. Just in different poses. It's amazing. You mean like
0: relaxation Relaxation.
1: Poses? Well, mm-hmm. it's not so relaxing because you're stretching it out. Your body's in not okay. all messed up, but you hold it. So and these
0: it, are... are are, are ways to kind of r- attempt to actively release yeah. through. Yep. Okay. Today
1: I holds. did kidneys, so it helped like go through and get, get the kidneys going, and then um, yeah, so I did that, and we'll keep a, keep keep pressed on that. Yen yoga. Yen yoga, yeah, and I do it on YouTube. Um, there is a, there's a couple different people on there that I follow. And last but not least, on my TV, I started Jane the Virgin, which is like five seasons, and I think it ended in 2019. It's an actually a cute little show. Um, it's about a virgin who goes in to get her pap smear, and the doctor accidentally um, injects her with, um, to, like she's being injected to get pregnant, and the, the doctor was distraught, and she ends up getting pregnant. And it ends up being the doctor's brother's sperm, and okay. so you know it's just it's just a, it's just That's a quite... back and forth kind of a thing. Anyway, that was fun, and so I'm, so I'm you watching say that you one. You started it. I started that, so I mean I think I'm on Jane, season two now, but it, I started about a, a week ago. All right. So our topic is how do you deal with change? So Tyson, how do you deal with change? Okay,
0: uh, so I, I get this hot potato first. Mm-hmm. Boy, it depends on, I suppose it depends on whether we're talking a a quick deal or like a a big thing. I I think at first what I do is I kind of just kind of step back and try to understand. Let's say it's a small thing at work, you know, maybe a process change or somebody leaving or something like that, which is actually what we're going through right now because two people left the team fairly quickly. Nothing wrong with that. They weren't fired. They just got different opportunities. So that's a pretty big change for me it's kind of like trying to understand and analyze what needs to be done differently and what is kind of the necessary things versus maybe things you want to take note of but that you don't have you can put on the back burner slightly but you you know you don't need to jump at right there and then how how can I help deal with the situation if it's a team situation or if it's if it's a group dynamic? And then also, what do we need to communicate around this so that we handle that change? I know that was a very contextual one in that it was like a work in a team environment. But it's just interesting that you say that because we are dealing with uh, – I'm now having to go, well, I don't – it's not usually my day job, if you will. But now two people are – are gone, and so I'm a team member, and I have a different day-to-day job than most of the people on the team, and so now I need to kinda help pick up the slack. And so what does that look like? And for me, when it's something like that, where it's task-oriented, I want to try to get a handle on where we're supposed to be. So I feel comfortable that our team's not gonna be too stressed, we can make it work, and I understand where I can help and you know what priorities are so for me um, in one context it's kind of analyzing to understand what this change means and right. so that I can deal with it in a in in a, in a better way both for me and for other people involved
1: so what about the change from in September when you went from a renter to an owner
0: that change how do you deal with it I mean, it's you know what it's just one of those you, you ever like, I'll, I'll give an analogy. You ever, like, you're used to your certain routes, your, your, your certain walking yeah. routes. And they're great, you love them, but then you jump into another route and you don't know it yet. And it feels longer at first because you're seeing all these differences, all these things you're trying to, it's, it's creating new, you know, it's connecting synapses and that's all that stuff in your, the dendrites and stuff in your brain are like, whoa, that's different. Wow, look at that. And before it's just like old hat so it's kind of the same thing with a, a big change like that well you're so many different things going on your your daily pattern changes not just your location if it's a big enough change like that uh, location in town you know the, the what you do where your your different things to put things are what is your new process for your laundry what is your new process now that you have more or less room uh you know to keep your dishes you know now that you have more or less or different facilities, if you will, whether it's backyard or whatever, your your shed, a garage, an outbuilding, what do you do with that? So it's just a lot of just kind of, I always, one of my approaches is iterative thinking. And all that means is you just kind of keep thinking about it. You don't have to come up with a perfect solution. You just try to make little baby steps and then you continue to go, okay, what's next? What's next? So sometimes I just just keep coming at something as opposed to one thing I've said about project management which I'm studying is that sometimes you can get so much more done just by having an outlook of I'm going to get stuff done every day and I'm going to every day try to decide what else I could improve yes you know and so that's it doesn't require someone to sit there for two months and have a big plan and in one case that can be nice and glamorous and it can work for big jobs but sometimes there's just so many things you could just get to and improve. That's another thing with the with the work deal. I'm because I'm reviewing all of the various stuff, I'm I'm that I would have been involved in, but I'm not. Honestly, it's like, well, this form's not really clear. I'm gonna ask for forgiveness and not permission. I'm just gonna make this form more clear. If I'm making a huge change, I wouldn't. Same same thing with the, the move. It's just like where are things gonna go? What's gonna be my new routine here? What's gonna go here? What's gonna go there? How am I gonna organize? So for the first several months, it was, it was it was very much just, let me do something today to get this more organized. And I might take a day or three off, but then you know, suddenly it's time to go, I, I do mission creep. I'll be like, okay, let's go ahead and work on organizing these. Do I want certain things in this drawer, certain things in this drawer? Before you know it, I'm over in the closet. And then I'm like, uh, what do I do with this? And then yep. all of a sudden, I'm like, "Well, some of this should go in the other closet." But you know what? Even if you did have a little mis- little bit of mission creep, if you just worked five hours that day, right. you did get some organization done. So I just kind of keep coming at it with with change like that. But yeah, anything like that's huge. Any any big life change. I don't know how people do it. You know, when all of a sudden they have a kid and and stuff like that. That's right. That's I mean, you you would know more than than me about that. But uh, yeah, it's a. So, what's what's your next question? Or is it time for you to talk about one of yours?
1: I'll talk. Well, I am not a person that changes a lot. Like I don't reorganize my rooms. I don't like at My house just kind of stays the same until I same with me. Until I, 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 I mean, get into like a mode of like, all right, I have to get rid of stuff. Right, and if, then if I you, do if it. If
0: eventually the layout is going to change, see, I find I've had some friends. I feel like we discussed this one of the early podcasts too, where they needed to change your room all the time. I'm like, hey, yeah. unless you have just a giant room, there's really kind of a setup or two that's about as good as you're going to get, and after that, you're just you're just changing things. to to not have as good of a setup so once i find out my setup it's probably not going to change i don't have that kind of room but if if you were to get rid of a couch you know and therefore because you got rid of a couch and you got rid of a certain small filing cabinet you go you know what now things look different maybe i'm gonna move my desk well that's the way i would be it's like i find my setup. And that's basically my setup. Until my, my
1: basement was, differ. my office was the same. It was always the same. It had the carpet. I mean, I had the daycare. And then once we changed it over to a living area, then where my office is right now used to be a big L couch and it was just all living area down here. And then um, the, I had a couch and chair and then I put my office down here because it used to be in the kitchen. But then I put my office down here and it's actually, it was on that wall and it was just like a little baby desk and a computer. Mm-hmm. And then as my business grew, I got a bigger I got a bigger used desk and then my basement flooded, it got a lot of water in it and it went under the carpet. And so then I knew I had to get a new floor. And at that point I was like, you know what? I'm just redoing the whole thing and making this into an office 100%. I'm never gonna come down here and chill out on the couch and watch TV unless it's too hot upstairs cause it's always cooler down here. Here. I'm gonna make it into an office and and I'm gonna get rid of a bunch of this other stuff because it's just papers that needs to be filed away but the but the format of this office is never gonna change this desk is never going to be any other place but right where I bought it to be it's an L desk I'm not gonna be over on that side I like to see what's who's coming here I don't like to be on the other side and not see um, <clears throat> And it's also kind of weird because there's feng shui things of where you're supposed to be mm. uh, uh, f- facing, and I am northeast. Is I'm supposed to be facing? You northeast. are, yeah. Or
0: your setup is.
1: Though. My no, my it, my feng shui for the money part is northeast, so <laughs> I'm right here. I I we I gotta already do did
0: that it. sometime. So
1: yeah, well, that'll be a whole other thing because I even found out my number block. Okay, we're not gonna go there. But, so my upstairs, the same thing. When I remodeled my upstairs and I bought the couch and the chair and I bought the fireplace and the new TV, that is never going to change. Unless I need to get a new chair. The couch yeah. never gets sat on. So it's one of those, like, nobody comes to my house to overuse my couch. It's a very nice couch. So it's just going to say there, it's a brown couch with a, little, with a bed in it. I'm never going to change it again. Same thing with my wood floors. Never going to do that. My yeah. granite countertops. Everything here is the same. Same. I After pay-
0: you fill with a right. fill the I'm space, done. then you're like, there's I'm only done. so much to do until I get rid of a couch, I decide to do something else with this room, Right. I get, you know, if I decide to do something else with the room and therefore something's got to go, then, but yeah, I'm the same way, unless right. I just had a giant mansion, and even then, I mean, if you just have so much room that you've got wall space everywhere, well, if they fill that up with giant pieces, even then, I'd be like, eh, not moving I'm it pretty good. So, I mean, my <laughs>
1: utility room was just crap. Like, it just had stuff thrown on there canned goods, everything is just thrown on the shelves that my uncle actually built for me a long time ago. But they had to fix the wall. So, we had to take most of it off the shelf and put it in the downstairs bathroom and i thought it's not going back in that room until i take everything out clean everything down repaint the walls over the gray that they put the little seal and stuff on the walls and then i'm buying containers and it's going to actually look presentable and i'll so probably so that becomes
0: the occasion it's to the, adapt
1: to, it's, it, yeah and it's Some like big- it's like
0: I'm going to change it. That's a change because because of the fix.
1: I would never have just said to myself, I think I'm going to go ahead and pull all this stuff out of here and just for, for without a purpose. Like, I would have thought about it. I'd be like, man, I really need to get this cleaned out. And I've done it before and it just goes back to crap, but it's because I didn't organize and it's just because I threw stuff up in boxes up on the thing and I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that again. But I'm I'm pretty good at when it comes to change because I I have to work with so many different people that I realize that I used to be the planner and, and trust me I am still the the subconscious the planner. planner yeah. But I also know that I can now, which I, as I'm getting older, just like let it go, like right. don't we, like when we went to Kentucky, um, we planned we had to we had to schedule the tours, but as for the attractions. I, you know, I had talked to Tom and I was like, so what do you want to do down there? I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not making this decision when we get down there. And then when we got to the hotel room, he was like, well, did you get this? No, I didn't get it because you didn't make a decision. This is your vacation and I'm fine with it. Like, I'll literally just sit at my house. I mean, I don't need to go do something or I'll sit at the hotel. So we made plans. I used to not be able to do that. I'd have everything planned out. yeah, now you're talking about
0: like a subcategory Changes that are fairly small. Yeah, the changes just, in plans. Just, just just and you can deal with those I, I'm a lot good, better. Now. I'm
1: good at it. And I mean, Could you
0: before? It's just that you would rather have you know
1: I you it, would've it rather
0: would, have had more concrete it, plans, but it would have it would have irritated
1: bothered. me. So like if you would have said, Hey, let's go throw axes Wednesday night and then I'd have been like, Cool. So I'd have wrote down to throw axes. You know, 15, 20 years ago, and you call me up you know an hour before and say i'm not going to throw axes i'd have been a little upset like you know i scheduled everything around this um and now blah 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 and i and i and and you know now i i could have gone with them to go over here and play goofy golf but they've already left and you i would have gotten mad well that's
0: what turns turns some introverts into introverts when the plans just are like Okay, whatever, dude. I, right. oh, you know what? I'm not even going to worry I about can, you guys. I'll but, just go do things once in a great while.
1: <laughs> well, but now if someone cancels on me, I'm, I am I am perfectly okay to stay at home and just watch television. Or I would call my friends and say, they'd be like, hey, we've only done three holes. I'm going to go join you. I now know that I can just do whatever I want and I'm not going to let people when they change plans. I, if, if it's money, like, hey, we're going to a share concert and we have tickets and we paid $500 for tickets and then they call me and say yeah i can't go i'd probably be a little mad but you know what i'd still find You'd someone go. to go i'd be like well they already paid for the ticket you're not getting your money back sorry and i'm going to take somebody else sucks to be you that you can't go because it's the, the day of nobody's going to give assuming me this if money if you're not
0: going you're going to give me that yeah ticket well yeah I, because I can find somebody to use yeah
1: it. because you're not going and you well, something came up
0: or those small ones for me just changes in plans i that's, and let maybe we can categorize it, like a, a quick change in a small thing as opposed to a big life or, or structural change. Boy, you know what, I'm just so casual these days, and like I said, it is part, part of the reason for introversion. It's like, I try to get a group of people, then people back out, it's like, whatever, dude. But, so I don't know, I guess I don't have enough applications to to understand it, but I like to know something's going to happen, ideally, as opposed to plans starting late, just because right. I tend to be like, I'd rather just not. Right. <laughs> you know, John Mullaney has a has the, uh, uh, you know, where he, he starts a, a, a concert and he says, you know, thanks for being here because, you know it's just so much easier not to do anything and so much better too. It's just, right. you feel this great when you cancel plans, you just feel so good, all right. So it's just the fact that you're out here at all is kind of a miracle. And sometimes that's where I fall. It's like, okay, if you could give me a day notice at least that you want to go do something, that would really help me.
1: Well, my <laughs> Now schedule... whether that's
0: changed or not, as far as over time, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, do, I do try to go, listen, I didn't always have my siblings nearby. So okay. I do try to go, man, if, if if my siblings gonna offer to do something, I'm gonna tend to want to go, Yeah, I'd better. You know, yeah. there's only so many opportunities and of all the people that are gonna be there for you, it's your so, siblings, so so
1: we'll talk about we'll talk about this event in the next episode but i was in newton kansas this this last weekend and i had scheduled because it was um, a friend of mine was putting on a a festival like i said we'll talk about it later but his entire family was staying at his house, and so I had asked him months ago. I said, "Hey, if if Tom and I come down, do we need to have a hotel room, or do you have some place for us to sleep?" He says, "Oh, you're gonna need a hotel room. All the beds are all the beds are taken." I said, "Okay, not a problem." So I went and I got the hotel the hotel room, which was fifty two dollars plus tax, fifty eight dollars. And on Friday, I nice. I sent him a text message and I said, "Hey." Um, uh, Tom wanted me to make sure to check. Do we still need to get the room? Because I could have canceled it right. at that time. Before you cancel, it, and he Mazel says check. he says to me. Um, Uh, only a couch no beds and so then Tom says no let's just keep the hotel room so Saturday about one o'clock we haven't gone to the hotel we went we got into this city and we went right to the festival and then in between the festival and the uh, the concert we were going to go check into the hotel take a nap and all that stuff and Greg Tech calls me and says my son's not coming you have a bed you can cancel your room well, it's too late to get the money back. Um, and if I would have, if I would have booked it through the hotel, which I thought I had, but evidently I did it through Booking.com, I could have got my money back because he would have refunded it to me. But I didn't, and so the guy goes, "I'll cancel it." He goes, "If you get a hold of the Booking.com place." and tell them that you want to cancel it, tell them to contact us and we will approve the cancellation. And I just said, no, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. I don't care who gets the $58, and here's why. Because we only get a short amount of time to be with our friends, and do things with those people They're, you know they're two hours away from us and 50 you went over
0: even though you're paying for the hotel yeah we
1: just stayed at Greg's house so that we could go hang out at our other friends house and get home at 2 30 in the morning and hang out at the the little bar downstairs Yes, and then go to sleep because here's the thing it wasn't the money part I now appreciate my friends and the time that I get with them so we would have left at 2 30 in the morning we would have driven to the hotel which was like you know 15 minutes away because it's Newton Kansas we would have gotten up in the morning and then we would have laid around and more than likely we would not have met them for breakfast or lunch basically we would have been different and I value the time with my friends now I don't value the dollar as much because I, I you
0: know, and, it was and, and, my
1: fault but for But you're not, not
0: trying to sign blame based on when the change happened, and that's No, important. no, because I just the, was like, never at mind. the time you asked, he didn't have any space. He didn't. And if he was worried about, oh, you know how Kim is, he wouldn't have even offered once no. that space became Mm-mm. open. But no. he thought, no, she might still want to, even though heck, she may may not yeah. be able to cancel a thing. I'm going to ask her. Great, her. I'll let her know of the updated uh, situation. Right. And you dealt with that change and just the...
1: I just, You know, there's
0: no reason, one thing for, well, you know, change, there's, uh, the way people approach you, resentment is always the last thing you need, because you're the one who who it affects, you know, so it doesn't, it doesn't really hurt the other people as much as it hurts you for resentment, so it's like, and let alone that if if you jump to that as a reaction, sometimes it's not even logical, like there it's not logical, hey, last minute change, my my son's actually not going to be there, we've got some space if you'd like, oh, okay, great, um, why what? didn't you tell me this yesterday? Well, that's not logical. He it's didn't know less. yesterday. He didn't
1: know yesterday. Well, I can't believe it. I just po- can't believe it. The point is that is that it's, it's, it's a bed. It doesn't matter where we stay. We can go to the hotel or we can go there. It's $58, but it does... I I, I know. I, I just... It's how you live your life. And change to me is... I, I didn't even second guess it. I just called the hotel and they were like, Oh, if you would have booked it through us, which I normally do. And I don't understand why I didn't, but it might've been just that because it was a cheaper price at that time. I honestly, I don't know, but reality is it was $58 and it's going to be on my credit card and I'm going to, I'm going to pay it and I'm not going to call booking.com Should've and just go and against stole their,
0: some, I mean, their, years to taking the soap at least. Yeah,
1: exactly. Go I mean, over they there.
0: They don't. And, they don't, they get rid of that anyway, if you open it. So you might as well just take it.
1: Well, I I just to me I didn't it wasn't even a thing it was just like I'll cancel the room and I want to stay at your house because I just really want to spend the time with my friends and um, I that's what I chose you you mean
0: I I assume for for your title that we're still dealing for the most part with unexpected or not not anticipated change is that yeah, true yeah i mean
1: yeah i mean any how any kind of a change i mean things change all the time when i got divorced my life changed for the for for um <laughs> my life Changed when I got divorced, but my life changed when a my first husband. Go listen to the other episode. Abusive. Um, oh boy, dealing with abuse. But oh my first boy. Husband, when my daughter was ten months old, he moved to St. Louis and lived there for like three years. So when we got divorced, I was you'd used to already up, being a. Home. You'd
0: call him up and be like, "What, what, what had happened was," and you'd right. be like, "Okay, okay."
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's was, a good episode. That is a good episode. So, but but for him and then with my second ex-husband, he too after we got married moved to Atlanta. So we never I mean, that was my change He lived here for four years, and then we got married, and he moved away. And so then I'm raising two kids, and I'm doing my own stuff. But reality is I'm a very independent person, and I've always been that way. So I just jumped into it to make it okay. I never thought about it. So when I got divorced, that didn't change anything with my second ex-husband. Because I I hadn't seen him and how many freaking years. I'm not well
0: manifested. So if you talk about big changes like job losses... Man, I'll take it on the chin, and I won't. I I, I do not do well with job losses. No, I, you did not. So because I don't know how to get another job quickly, right? So that does affect me. And as far as relationship changes, pff, I know how to stop that. <laughs> Unexpected no, listen, relationship changes. We've got changes. some. We've
1: got some episodes on relationships. You'll find out that <laughs> that's not really a problem.
0: For what us. I do is I hope. <laughs> All I do is just hold up my hold up my fingers in the shape of a cross and go. <laughs> like their relationship is a potential vampire coming. Vampire.
1: <laughs> Good lord. Well, I you know it t- it takes it takes age. I uh, <laughs> it, it takes, it
0: <laughs> t- I spread a circle of what is it ash around. No what salt. What is, Put that salt, salt circle around, around. I'll I'll go to the club, but when I go there, I'll spread Put a circle of salt assault. around. So I'll stay in the circle leave. of protection. I'll dance inside there. Don't break the circle. <laughs> dance over there. Don't break the circle. We're <laughs> close enough. And That's then, if funny. you know, if the salt circle changes, I'm out. <laughs> exactly. If it changes in the form of my protective salt circle getting broken, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. By the way, I am now just neither here nor there. Within not bad walking distance of basically the only club in our big metropolis and it's finally back open again. Yeah, I we'll love So we might dancing. have to put the, you know, we we're hoping you're gonna go Axe, uh, but but it just didn't work out because the schedule.
1: I don't think I could do it with my shoulder right now anyway.
0: They're not, it's not bad, like I said, but I, I agree. I would shoulder, you might have been okay, but if, if that's an issue, yeah. My we, but we do up. want to eventually put that on the list of our things list, to do. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll definitely There's do that. There's another thing I was thinking of too.
1: But had to do our putt putt golf too. We have to go play putt putt. Oh,
0: man, I'm good at that too. Uh, as long as nobody defends me, I've got decent coordination at most things. So
1: that'll be interesting. But well, yeah, so I can change. get hot and cold, so, just so, like cool. So change change is when we started doing the podcast to be able to say every Wednesday at seven thirty, I am now going to be busy unless we move it someplace else. That was and, a big change, and for me. it was it was. Like we started out, we didn't expect to even probably go this long, oh, or I to did. be able to do it every week. Like we have not what? missed an episode. We might have to be like tonight. We might have We're doing two of them. Well, like but we once or always twice we episode. did it
0: a couple of days late, but that's been very rare. We try to stick to that. But yeah, that change is interesting. In that, I've always had a really free and open schedule, personally. So to have one night basically taken up, and then I've got another night where I. I meet with somebody just kind of as an ad hoc
1: kind
0: of a business opportunity meaning no it's not amway I don't mean anything like
1: that. <laughs> no cutco no
0: no I'm not going to become <laughs> no a, I'm not going to be, become a part owner for the Orlando Magic <laughs> or anything via amway but uh, anyway it's just you know a good friend that I know through work and we're right. just and that takes up an hour and a half two hours on a particular night a week so all of a sudden I have well you know it used to be that it, you know if you have the short short term commitments like theater i'll just take to that because you know okay it's a different challenge right and uh, those types of things one thing that i'm good with with change is if it's a short-term challenge or project that is scheduled to get done um, i'm all over it now if it's less it's less structured because i'm the one not structuring it as well because it's just on me that's different but I, I, sometimes I, like, change better if I know it's a short-term project. Right. That's why theater's kind of fun. Yeah. You learn it in a month and a half, then you do it for another month, and it's just a nice little, you
1: and then know, keepsake,
0: keepsake of your life. So when it's you know.
1: over, is it, like, are you, like, because some people mm, that's true too. Yeah, are you just, do like, have, you have, like, withdrawals because you now you're kind do. of, like...
0: That's changed, too, because yeah. something leaving an experience that's especially mm-hmm. just kind of a special, unique experience. Like I always call them the big fat summer musicals where there's 40 to 60 people. And it's just such a fun, vibrant thing to be a part of, especially when by the end you're absolutely rolling as a cast and you just show, you know, you'll spend uh, rehearsals, you know, you'll spend 10 hours a week there. And then, and then come, you know, if it's a big show, with a lot of performances, it'll have like 20 performances. You you need to get there an hour before the show. You usually chill out after. That's 20 different nights uh, that you are then spending three, four hours and yeah. just getting a lot of people time. Because remember, it's not that I can't get along with people. People usually like me okay. It's just that I don't. So to, to get... <laughs> It's just, no, no, that I, 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 don't hang out with them. I get along with. them. I, not that you said. didn't come out right. It's not that I, I, I can't get along or don't I get don't. along with people. It's that I don't interact with them. So, so when I do, I always, I always have fun interactions and exchanges right. with people that I don't otherwise have with. You know, maybe there's five people I really get along with, but I still get to say hi. Hey, it's so good to see it. And, you know, like 20, like 30 fam- people.
1: It makes it a little family.
0: Yeah, it's so a- so it, there it, there can be, I've never had, like, eh. I'd have to think through it where it's just like, really, man, I wish we could have done another three weeks of that show. There's been a couple where you certainly missed it, but often it's very hard work. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it is a big time commitment. And it's here. We have one of the, well, we did pre-COVID. I don't know what it's going to look like now. One of, like vibrant, one of the most vibrant, one of the most vibrant and total volunteer hours. Oldest
1: dinner theater.
0: A, a total volunteer hours maxed out uh, theaters yeah. in in the country for yeah. local. I mean, people putting in hundreds of hours. There being literally 200 and more performances uh, each year. Yeah. More like 250 between all the stages. And all the volunteer work that goes into that from crew cast plus a professional people who are the directors and the artistic directors and stuff and it's just a crazy so it is yeah. a, it is a big change when that drops off Well, my but those project things can be fun it's it, it's kind of like if you were no you're going to go to summer camp or let's say you knew you're right. going to help when well, i went at,
1: to my retreat i mean yeah. that was different like that was eight days or nine days i was gone to go up to Utah is a long time. And
0: if you know you have a short term, but you don't know what it's going to be like, that's another thing. I was nervous. How do you do with that change of oh, now you're someplace you don't necessarily know people, and now you have a routine. You're you're away from home. Do you usually kind of take it like it to a duck to water, even though you're a little nervous, or
1: I so and or do you have a so with my personal with my personality? <laughs> um, I think it's that I build myself up to be like I'm just a freaking badass. And I'm awesome, and they're gonna love me. I just have to be able to to, to control my energy when I walk in.
0: Yeah, you can't and, be at volume ten. Yeah,
1: I can't. I can't do that. But the the retreat, as we talked before, was was one, like the hardest thing. I've never had. I've never done anything like that before, where I was gonna be with you know twenty some women that were that I'd never met before. I had no. I had. For a year, I talked with people in meetings online, but I had not been with them. I did
0: that once, and it was an exhausting and, night, but a good And
1: night. Good um, night. I, Three, it 9. was, 7. Now, and now I know <laughs> that I don't have a problem doing it. I know that my personality is, first of all, I don't care if they don't like me. You know, I can stay away from the people. I'm going to feel their energy and I'm going to know that it's not the fact they don't like me. It's that their energy is not corresponding with mine. And people, if you're not into energy, if you don't pay attention to it, you're probably, that's probably why there's so much negativity that you feel, but you don't understand what it is. And, and you think someone doesn't. Because you actually are picking up on it? I'm picking. I don't I, know they're it? I mean they're these picking, other Yeah, people. they're picking up on it. They just don't realize it's, it's really not a negative thing. It's, it's just an energy that you're feeling. It's not the person. Person. it's just your energies are kind of clashing so now i know that i can i can do that i i, I love meeting people and i've made it i made a a um uh, like a career out of just talking to random people and so i think that See, has helped me, me in the long run because i will talk to anybody that starts to talk to me i will talk to them and i will keep a conversation going
0: i i will too but what is usually it's like a common? Do we have a common? I don't want to say purpose, but common interest. Is there a common interest there? Because then we can talk about the interest, Right. and maybe it's because you went to a certain convention and the idea. And if somebody starts talking to you, start strike up a conversation, and then you're kind of of like mind. They may know some things you don't. I can. It's, it's just like this podcast. You could put anything on this podcast and right. I'd be able to chat about it. Right. It's just a matter of going ahead and getting me
1: opened up to do it. It was funny because um, at Supper Club, you didn't you didn't come because you're snotty, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, so I... I I'm broke right
0: now. <laughs> That's part of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. So your sister was there and I said, so I'm taking that he's not coming. And she goes, no. And I go, well, hopefully he gets a hold of me before Thursday because he's not going to know what our topics are. And she goes oh, well, do you want to tell me? I go, no. And she was going to tell you because she thought like you were going to be. And I was like, none of our topics, the two topics that we have are nothing about investigating. It's just a conversation about us so he's i could tell him the night of and he'll be fine but she was so worried about you i could tell she was kind of like i don't know if she uh what like called and was like you better get her a call but i didn't i had already talked to you i think you
0: must i think you must have uh convinced her that it was going to be okay i
1: was like yeah so
0: we kind of went into the little change of well but geesh what if you're just a temporary you know your location your your little the, theme, the environment you're in because you purposely took to something, but you didn't exactly know what, what that change was going to look like. I feel comfortable, but I don't do that a lot. I mean, uh, I love, say, going to little things that I like. Well, they had like a paranormal conference in Kansas City. That's one of the more recent things I've done. And, and my sister and I went and, you know, in between the the little speeches, why not just chat with people? Or, or I I don't mind going up and talking to the speaker. If there's something common to discuss, uh, you know, ideas interest me. So if somebody said something, I'll go chat with them. And, and that's why, you know, you said it a lot when you think of talking with different, I don't, uh, you know, say writers and artistic types. They just hope that you're interested in what they're interested right. in. Right. And if they are that's like they're not they're not going to necessarily have their i mean maybe they're really introverted and they will but i think introverted people that's how to bring them out if there's a common purpose and they can be very introverted but also know that this is a super important topic that they love to be passionate about and they present and then usually anywhere else they'd be shut down but if right after someone said, I love that point you made about blah, blah, you will open oh, them up like a flower. Right. Well, and, and, and so in those types of situations, whether it's I went to a paranormal conference in Kansas City that was just we went two different days. It was near downtown. And then I went to something down in, in, uh, in Branson that was a, a big national conference and it's called Gen 6, which is very interesting. And same type of thing, I mean, I fortunately, I didn't go with anybody and those were like big groups because, you know, you can imagine people went from everywhere. So I didn't really pick up on a lot of conversations there, but I would have liked to. And it was a lot bigger presentation, you know, some of these cozier things where you're like, yeah, there are 50 people in the room, but there's not 5,000, you know, so you don't. But even then, I'll I'll go talk to the person. So I I take those in stride, like when I know there's going to be a trip. You know I, know, I know now we're kind of going to just unscheduled, you know, things that are different. But in, with, well, in, in that regard, change, I'm always pretty good at trying to figure my way around and all that.
1: I can go. I think that, that I can adapt to changes. I love to go on adventures and I love to travel. And I am, I am, I can basically, it doesn't matter who I meet, I will find a, I will find a topic that you know by just asking some questions that probably you and other people would not be able to ask. I just have that that personality of when I ask a question that other people would ask, they might feel insulted, but when I ask it, they're like, let me answer the question. It's really weird, but I, it's like some people be like, I cannot believe you asked her that. And I was like, well, here's the thing. She said this. And so I felt like I needed to understand if she's gonna talk. I need to know this over here, and I I get that Another all the people time. People would
0: hesitate. And- But because it comes across to you, no, that she was just genuinely asking. I'm just genuinely asking asking because I,
1: but because I do that, then I gather more information, which is really odd sometimes by doing that because then two days later, someone will ask me a question and I'll be like, I just talked to someone who had the same thing and this is what they did. It's by asking questions. And so I think because I'm a personable person, I know that anytime, anything that changes in my life and when I leave here, everything's going to change but i'll be honest with you cut and dry end of story here i just really like my mundane same thing about
0: that gets that's another thing that i was going to say when you were saying that uh you said you like to travel you like and but you seek it out i mean yeah. i'm okay when i do if i had you know unfortunately for me my financial approach is different and i just i know go find the the episode where Kim gave good advice on using your credit card so that you don't have to pay for travel because I have not taken that up because I only have so many credit cards and I't tend to get more and I haven't found that I can do that with my existing credit card so anyway go look that go look that up but that's part of the reason if money was no object n- no object I would I would travel and I would like it but to, it, to me, it's. Very I would mu- like it. And but to me, it's very much an object because I've always just kind of been the underdog as far as the money I make versus what I should be making should giving be my making, intelligence right. and, and 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 education, both formal and informal. So I've always felt like, man, I, I, I can't go waste three hundred dollars now. It, but if it was no object, I wouldn't mind doing that, and I would take to all of the traveling. Right. Because when I. It, in the Navy, it was no object because you got to get to the city for free. I right. mean, yeah, you, you worked your butt off to get there, but the point is you didn't. no money came out of your pocket. And I would just explore whole foreign cities. Right. And I would just, and my introversion was very clear even then. It's like, or rather just the, uh, rather the just like, I'm going to avoid the headache of p- trying to plan with any of these idiots because I can just go. And you know who you know right. who needs to agree with the plan? I do. Right. And then I'm across Hong Kong, taking the Hong taking the subway going who knows where. You know, and then, you know, meeting my next Hong Kong girlfriend and you know. Oh,
1: of course. So,
0: hey, ching <laughs> You know
1: Tsinghua. about about I I it, met I, her at
0: an ice skating rink.
1: It was probably it was probably like 10 years ago cuz time goes so f- f- Oh my gosh, it's crazy. But my friend Ryan um, had a girlfriend, and they had a bad breakup. And he he called me one night, and he just wasn't doing good. He was so depressed. It was a Monday night, and I said, let's let's go, go for a beer. So that Monday night, we went for a beer. And for the next four years, every Monday night, unless I was not in town, we went for a beer. Every Monday night. Nothing changed. Nothing got in the way. Even in tax season, I scheduled the appointment before and then we went it was it was and we called it Wine Night where we drank a beer W-Y-N-E-W-H-I-N-E. and I listened to him whine. Yeah. And then we called it Wine Night. And I w- and you can go back to my Facebook and every single Monday night and he would whine, 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 whine. Then he would like try to like meet a girl or something like that. And then it would just whine, whine, whine. And finally he met his now wife. And, oh. you know, we're talking for every Monday. It was just, you know, what, Ryan, where are we going? We had like five different bars that we went to. When we walked in literally the beer was already on the table half the time because they were like yeah we figured it was almost time for you guys to come in second
0: monday that's our week right
1: yeah so um (laughs) but but then he met he met his now wife and she came to a couple he still came and then they started not coming because it's kind of weird like why are you with this girl every monday and you know what it wasn't it was kind of like Okay. And then I just moved on. Like I just changed it. And then that, that, it just like filled in like little putty of, I don't go there anymore. And I missed going, I missed going there because we went there. It was just a routine, just like this is right now. It's, it's, this is much more intense than sitting and drinking a beer because we would drink a beer, maybe two, but usually a beer in like three hours, and tipped very well, and we knew everybody, because it's Monday. There's nobody at the bar on Mondays except Ryan and I. And so it was It was just how how life changes. And if you don't realize, like in 2020, everybody kept saying the new normal, and that's bullshit. Oh, that made me mad. Because there is every day is a new normal. Tomorrow is a new normal, because it's not gonna be the same going forward. Even tonight, we're doing two podcasts. It's on a Thursday. Not on a Wednesday. Because it's the new and, normal. And and now it's like the new normal. we we'll the new normal. And then two weeks what, from now, we go... What would give
0: you an indication that would be the new normal when it's the first time ever? Right. Well, because it is the new normal. Because that's what somebody told me to say a bunch of times.
1: Yeah. It's like the new normal. Every day starts a new normal. There is no normal in life. You can have a routine... But it's the normal. There's nothing normal about your 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 life. I was married. I did have a child that was little that required me to take care of her. Now I don't have a child. I have a house that I had. You know, uh, this happened and this happened. I'm normally
0: between five foot seven and a half and five foot eight and a half. That's pretty.
1: Yeah, hard. I normally I normally you know do this, but things can change. So
0: oh, can I have a quick aside when you said you had a way with uh with just pr- kind of bringing up questions that other people wouldn't ask mm-hmm. and it just kind of works my poor nephew he's he's here and he's uh he he's he's got a job he just came by to see what he could do for two or three weeks while he's waiting for some other opportunities without getting more into it so he said he's ne- It's kind of like me he's never had a lot of male friends uh, and and where's me it's his friends but but regardless, he's he, he goes, you know, I try to be social at lunch and set with it, set with the dudes before, you know, it, they're talking about take old biddies <laughs> and how much a pint costs. I'm like, well, I tried.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gave it. I gave it. I gave it an effort.
0: <laughs> but then then he said, yeah. So today we we're talking about hot chicks. And all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, what's what's her name? Who plays Black Widow? Um, Scarlett Johansson, Johansson came up and I'm I'm like he goes and I'm like she's not even that good looking then I'm like why would I say that I'm trying to make friends here <laughs> even if I think it, why would you have to go so go I mean you don't even know these people are like no she's not even good looking it's like yeah. what <laughs> so he has kind of the opposite problem or at least he's dealing with a little bit like what what yeah, good. He said, then he, so he, he mulled it through his head. He said, well, because I believe it. I <laughs> she, guess. she is a little, I don't think find her super attractive. I don't, I don't get the attraction. I'm like, okay, well, he probably could have put it more like, yeah, I'm not that big into her. Gonna
1: say, yeah, she's, she's not, not even that my, good looking. She's not on my top 10 list. That's all you have to say. That doesn't say she's ugly. It just means so maybe, you have 10 maybe, extremely hot women. Maybe
0: uh, she needs... Maybe he needs some interaction uh, tips from you. As
1: yes. Far, yeah. No, uh, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. They'll get punched in the face. I'm just really surprised that I, get, I think it's my cuteness. It's got to be my cuteness or my or my positive little bubbly, you know, yeah. my yeah. smile. And I make people feel at ease. Um, I mean, I've give talked me an to. An example
0: of what would have been an awkward one. And then somehow you just ask it. Other people are like, oh, she asked that. Um, but it's that type of thing, right? Where, it yeah, seems like, I, I
1: will, I will definitely ask, like, I used to have some juveniles come through the youth project. And so they would come in and we really weren't supposed to, you know, get into it so much. And they'd be doing their stuff. And I'd be like this, well, what would make you stupid enough to be in the villages? And they'd be like, well, I did this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you can do that again? I mean, do you like this life or or are you going to? And they'd be like, no, I'm not going to do it again. I'm like, well, I mean, you're better than this. Like, you know you're better than this. And I always just talk to them just like that with, like, I'm not being sarcastic or rude or mean. Meaty. I'm just saying, you know, like. I want to cry
0: by proxy. Nobody, I want to cry.
1: Nobody, nobody thinks being in the villages is cool It's stupid. Like, why did you do it? And you know what? You find out like one of our kids, um, his mom was a drug addict and he had a baby sister and the mom would always be passed out on the floor and there was no food in the house. So he went and took two of her pills that she had gotten illegally to take her little drug habit. He took him to school to sell so that he could buy his little baby sister food and he got in trouble. And he was like 15 years old trying to sell drugs to feed his baby sister. Now, the baby sister got taken away from his mom, and he got put into the youth... The youth facility for dealing drugs, and then he got put in the villages. And all he said is, every night I just hope that they didn't get my mom, my daughter, my my sister back because she will be not alive. Like she's not responsible enough to take care of a kid. So this is a child. He's 16 years old. He's 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 going through this stuff, and he's telling me everything about what's going on because sometimes they need that person to be able to talk to, and that's always been me. And it and, and it's not like I'm going to judge them. I'll ask more questions questions and i'll be like well how would you have done that differently now that you're doing it if you needed to do it differently he said i wouldn't have done it differently i'm 15 years old people
0: questions without offending them because it just suddenly sounds like i'm logic i'm spock yeah i'm I'm Spock going to the next logical question maybe not to your extent but in in a way in a different way i'll just go ahead and ask the next question too because and then you can just blame what's irritating is that when then they they then they kind of do almost like uh, speakers who are do, are not familiar with the language, they'll say yes as, as an affirmative, like I kind of understood what you're saying. But English speakers will do this sometimes. And you're trying to really, really narrow things down and you hear yes and you go, okay, good. Now my next question. then, And they're really like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever it is, and they didn't really answer your question.
1: Alright, All right, anyway. guys, thank you so much for giving us your time, and we always appreciate our listeners, and we are excited that our show is growing so fast. We have some new listeners out there. So, shout out to Nicole for being on our Superstar segment. She
0: said she think, liked at least one show. Well, so, one out, one out of 98, man. No, ben. no,
1: she's, she's like, we're her new addiction. All so right. So, um, hopefully she spreads the word, and the people in Canada find us um, hilarious. Hello, yeah, yes. I mean, we're pretty freaking funny.
0: Yes, and um, also remember, D.C. is into listening to us, the District of Columbia. What? Yes,
1: yes, yes. Berkeley I'll have to go check our CIA. statistics and see with um, where we're at. Um, anyway, make sure to go to Facebook, to Chemology411. Go find our group. Join the group. You can find us on... Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I really haven't done too much on those things, except a little bit of TikTok, because I've just been busy. But you got
0: your superstars up lately. Oh, and your day trips. You got some day trips trips up, up, up which are quick, uh, let's just go off the cuff and talk about something real quick by yourself.
1: Yes, yes. So anyway, go like that, go comment, do whatever you want to do. Thanks, Tyson, for helping make Humology Four Hundred and One so awesome. You betcha. All right, you guys, keep taking all of your adventures, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.